Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Life After Plus One. I'm your podcast host, Leanne. And today I want to talk on a topic about you. And that is learning to prioritize you again. Because it's quite easy as a single parent to put our needs on the back burner. And many people who are in this situation as being a single parent, and not everyone, but a lot of people who are in this situation, have been in this situation because we've put all our energy into our ex-partner and our kids when we were in that previous relationship. All we did was prioritize them. We'd go to work, we'd come home, we'd cook, we'd clean, we'd do everything we had to, we'd wash all the clothes and clean the kitchen and help the kids with their bed and bath time and reading and then packing lunches. It just didn't stop. And then Saturday mornings, there was a kid's sport, whether it be football or soccer or netball. And then Sundays, you're cleaning the house. There was zero time for you. And now you're a single parent, you don't have that partner around who's possibly taking all that extra time up or making you do those extra duties which they weren't able to assist with. And now you're like, what do I do? I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Well, this does relate back to an episode, which was episode number two, if you haven't listened to it already. And that episode was called Moving On After a Breakup. Now, that is slightly different to what we're talking about, but it does relate to finding yourself again, taking those steps into being your own person. And that's what I want to discuss today. How do you find yourself again when you've been consumed in a relationship that was all about go, go, go? It was just household chores, working, paying bills, looking after the kids, and that's it. That's what your life was about. There was nothing else. You may have had the odd holiday here and there or the odd night out here and there, but your life was revolved around work, paying bills and looking after the kids and there was nothing else in between. Now all of a sudden you've broken up and the relationship or the marriage has ended and it's just you, you're on your own and then you've got that time when the kids are at their other parent's house or even when they are with you and or when they're at school, when they're somewhere else. And you're like, what do I do? I'm lost. I don't know what to do. And it's a quite common scenario. It is very common. And it's not just one sex preferencing the other, preference, I can't even say the word, preferencing the other in this scenario. Because there are men that do work long, long hours and they come home and their partner used to expect them to still help with the household chores and help with everything else. And whilst they've been home all day or they haven't worked as long and then they're helping putting the kids to bed, which is fine. I'm not complaining that partners should be equal, especially when both partners are working. But very easy to get sucked into that life of just work, get home, cook dinner, have a shower, the kids fed, get them cleaned up, get them ready for bed, read them the bedtime story or make sure their homework's done, do their reading, pack their lunches for the next day. It's very easy. It's just, it, get, it ends up being robotic. It ends up being robotic. There's nothing, there's no self-care involved. There's nothing to make your life happy. And in a sad way, that is partly why 
a lot of the relationships lose their spark because they get stuck in this mundane routine of life. And we forget that relationships do take work and it's just like going to work. You don't just go to work and just go, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this and then I'm out of here. Mind you, some people do. Some people do. They might just not give a shit. They're just there for the paycheck and whatever. But if you're there to progress your work or to progress your status and do something better with your life, then I guarantee you're going to go in there putting in the effort. You're going to go in there and do stuff to make sure you're seen, to make sure your boss is happy with the work that you're putting in. And in a way, you've got to kind of have that same mentality to a relationship. You don't just come home, honey, I'm home, sit down, eat, wash bed you're too tired for any romance or any affection or anything like that so you both just crash wake up the next morning and it's the same groundhog day routine again that's it it's that endless cycle where's the love where's the passion where's the self-care where's the stuff for you now i'm not going into love and self uh, passion and all that in this episode maybe that's another one but today i want to talk about how to find time to make things for you how to prioritize you when your life has never well in a long time hasn't been revolved around you if you are in this situation don't feel alone because you're not the only one here this is a very common situation for relationships and I want to actually just before I go on to this topic a bit further I do want to touch back a bit on putting a bit of effort into relationships now this is I don't want to talk about relationships too much because This podcast is related to single parenting and it's related to what we can do for us to empower ourselves as single parents. But it is sad that a lot of times we are in this situation because we forget to put that effort in when we're in that relationship. We forget that it does take a bit of work. We can't just come home and go, oh, fuck, I'm tired, I can't be fucked. Would you go to work and say to your boss when they asked you something, oh, fuck, I'm tired, I can't be fucked? highly unlikely and we've got to have that same mentality when it comes to our partner. Yes, it's okay to kind of be tired sometimes or not want to you know be as present because we all get like that but we've also got to remember that sometimes we do need to put that effort in just some food for thought for future reference when you are in that relationship but I do want to touch base again I want to focus more on making this about you how do we prioritize you again when your world has been consumed by the priorities of your ex and your kids and again it's not just a negative attack on your ex or your kids being uh, consuming all your time because it, it's happens we become a parent and it just happens we've got to work we've got to pay our bills and bills are going up we've got to sometimes work harder take on extra work and that just becomes priority doing social activities with the kids or putting ourselves first whether it be going to the gym or going for a walk or anything gets put on the back burner because we need to sometimes work extra or do what we can just to make ends meet so what do you do how do we find ourselves again when we've been so lost in this little bubble of parenting and relationships this topic does also relate a fair bit back to the last two that i've just done which is about setting goals and new year's resolutions and also finding the good in a situation and that's what we want to do here when you're learning to find you again One, you need to start setting your goals. You need to start prioritizing things that you want to do. And you need to start finding the good in the situation. So really everything revolves into one situation, one whole package. 
which is having that positive mind frame. But you've got to figure out how to get there. You've got to figure out how to have that positive mind frame because it doesn't just happen overnight. But you've got to learn to start being selfish. And that is the hardest thing. A lot of people are scared to be selfish. Now, selfish is not a bad thing because you've got to look after yourself. If you don't look after you, who's going to? No one. Bob down the street? No, it's not going to happen. You need to look after you. And to do that, you've got to step back and go, okay, what do I do now? What are some things I like doing? What are some things that make me happy? What are some things that I want to do that I haven't been doing? Now, as I said, it does all kind of link in together with a lot of the previous episodes that I've done. Because we've got to find that happy space where we can not just be all fake and, oh, I'm happy, I'm positive. That's not what we're looking for. I'm talking about finding a space where you can just accept where you are and accept what's happened and go, I need to start fucking putting me first. I have put my needs on the back burner for so long. And you know, we've all done it. We're all guilty of it in some way, shape or form. I've done it. Now, I had a business prior to this and I sold that off a few months back, but it took me a long time to actually get it up and running because I was in relationships that just kind of made me feel like it wasn't the right thing to do. So I put that on the back burner and it wasn't until I became a single parent that I started that business. So that's what I'm getting at here. It's finding your value in yourself, finding what you love to do, finding your passions, what sparks you, what brings you happiness in your life. Find that, bring that out because it's so easy to get lost when we get in that daily rat race of life, work, bills, home, kids. You're not looking after yourself. You're not doing anything that makes you happy. And even your weekends are spent doing kids sports and then just cleaning up the house. Why? Do you need to really clean the house every Saturday or do the lawns or do whatever else? Does it matter if you miss it one Sunday? Can you actually go out and have a a family outing instead of spending it cleaning or mowing the lawns? And there are a lot of people that do that. They do prioritize having a clean house over anything else. And that's great. I love it. I mean, my house isn't messy, but it's not a showroom. It's lived in. And everything is in order, everything is in place, but it's not in pristine condition. And that's not what I'm striving to achieve. I'm striving to have a happy family. And by doing that, I'm not spending every free minute I have vacuuming or dusting or mopping or doing whatever else. That's not my priority because when I get to however old I am and I'm in my deathbed, I don't want people to look at me because I guarantee they're not going to say this and say, She was great. She had a clean house. Who's going to look at you and think that? She was a great person. She kept her house nice and clean. You don't want that. I mean, it's not going to happen. No one's going to do that. You're never going to be remembered for having a clean house or for having nice lawns. You will be remembered for who you are and what you've done. And that's one of the biggest things I take out of my life. I don't care how my house is looking. If I'm feeling shit and I want to make myself feel better, I'm not going to sit around and clean my house. I can tell you that now. I'm going to get out and I'm going to do something. And that's part of the reason why I had my little New Year's Eve getaway with my daughter, which I most of you will probably know if you follow me on Instagram. I shared some of my stories and what happened on our little getaway. I shared that on my Instagram page. 
But that was a last minute decision I took because I thought so many years I've just sat at home on the lounge, watched the midnight fireworks on TV in Sydney or just walked down to the lake and watched fireworks, which is nice. I'm not complaining. It's nice. We live in a great spot and we do have the luxury of having fireworks around us and it's nice. But I've wanted to do something a little bit different. I've wanted to get out of the house. I have wanted to not just spend my New Year's Eve with my daughter in bed and I'm just sitting here on my own with a glass of champagne. So that's why I thought, fuck it. I'm going to book a nice little getaway. And even if she does fall asleep before midnight, because it was just me and her, which she did, it was still nice just being able to be somewhere different, ending the year somewhere nice in a nice place. We got up first thing in the morning, we had a nice swim in the pool, and it was just something different. That's what it's all about, about finding you, doing things that are different, that's going to look make you look back and go, I really enjoyed that. And that's what life is about, finding those moments that just bring happiness. It's about having happiness, creating those moments that are just fun. They just bring joy to your life. Not going, not having that mentality of thinking, oh, it's a midweek, you know, it's a school night or it's a work night. I've got to go home and just cook and I've got to go home and then clean up and then vacuum and clean the house and I've got to do the ironing. Fuck the ironing. Do you really need to do the ironing on a Tuesday night? Does it matter? Are you going to wear all those clothes tomorrow that you really need to go home during the week and iron those clothes? Or is someone coming to your house tomorrow that you really need to vacuum and mop the house for? No, probably not. Take a random tight-ass Tuesday movie night. Do that. Why not? I've done that before with my daughter and it's like nearly half the price. Go out for a gold-class movie on a Tuesday night. It's so much cheaper. Do it. Go out and most of the places they have cheaper meals on, on Tuesday night too. People just don't do it and I don't understand why not. If you don't have any sports on, you don't have any activity. I mean, I, I should say I do understand why. I take that back because money, when not everyone is in a financial situation where they can just get up and go out for dinners and go out for movies. So that's understandable. But not everything has to have a dollar value. Go out and sit in the park I've done it before where I've cooked dinner at home, I've put in little containers and we went down to the beach. I live near the beach where I am. I took, a, had a little picnic, actually I don't think I even had a picnic blanket because it didn't bother us. We went and sat on the sand, we had our dinner in little containers and we just sat down there and ate it. And it was nice, it was just something different. It was a little bit annoying because of the sand, but it was good to get out of the house as opposed to just sitting at the table and doing that whole regular routine that we do every single day. It's good just to mix it up. Find those little things that are free. Maybe it's a weekday when you've come home and the kids don't have sports. You're like, okay kids, let's get and go for a walk. Let's go for a swim. If it's summer, go down to the beach and go for an afternoon swim. Go to the pools out and break your routine and do something that's out of the norm and even if it's like I said something as simple as just cooking dinner putting it in a container and going down to your local park or beach and just sitting there and eating it you'll be surprised at how different that makes you feel even though in a way it might be a bit of a pain in the ass because you've got to pack it all up and take it there and then it's nice because it's something different you know kids can take a ball with them or take the scooters and have a little ride while you're out it's something different break your routine 
And that's part of finding you again because you're getting stuck in that routine, that rat race of doing that same thing over and over and over again. And when you break up with your partner or your marriage has ended, you still continue that cycle of just constantly focus on your kids, work, kids, dinner, breakfast, lunches. That's what your life is, kid sports. Where's you? Where's your time? Start by breaking up your routine and doing something a little different out of the norm and guarantee you'll be surprised at how different it makes you feel. Start doing that maybe once a week or once a fortnight. Just do something little here and there. Even if, you do, if you're the one that does school drop off, instead of going straight to school, take the kids for a milkshake or a hot chocolate before school. Just do something that's out of your routine that can take you out of that endless cycle and go, this is nice. And then you might get in that headspace of thinking, okay, I've done this with the kids. I might go out and just go get my sit out of coffee by myself. And you know what? Don't be scared to do that. I love time to myself. I love just going out and having a coffee to myself. Or every now and then I'll go out and have lunch on my own. Go out, have lunch, have a glass of wine, and I'll just chill. It's a good way just to reflect on things and just think about things. Or even the complete opposite, just zone out and don't think about anything. It's nice. Get out of that routine is a great way of just learning to find you. Find things that are making you happy. Find things that make you happy and bring you joy. And I guarantee just doing little things like that will also be fun for the kids. The kids will love it. The kids will love it. Even if you say, hey, let's go for a little bike ride, let's go for a little scooter ride, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And it also gets them off their devices. Depending on what age your kids are, they're all pretty much stuck to their devices these days, aren't they? So doing something like that, it's also, it's great for you, but it's also great for the kids. Why not break up your routine and do something like that? And don't make your weekends or, you know, your Saturdays or Sundays just about kids' sports or cleaning the house. Is that really a pro? I mean, okay, the kids' sports probably are, whilst it's the kids, you know, the sports season, it probably is a priority. It's not sports season at the moment if you're listening in real time. But when it is, yeah, you can't really change that. Do you have to go home and just spend your afternoon cleaning the house and doing the washing? Can you not do that another time? Can you chuck on a load of washing before work in the morning instead of wasting your whole day on a Sunday, fart-assing with washing and everything else? Get out and enjoy yourself. That's one way to really... To find you again, but whilst you've got your kids with you, doing something with them. So if you're not sure, if you're not confident on doing stuff on your own, which some people aren't, and that's okay. Me personally, I love it. I love my alone time. Love having my coffee on my own, like I just said before. Love just going to the gym on my own. I'm a bit of a selfish person at the gym. I don't like to talk to anyone. I do sometimes if I know people, I'll say hi. But when I'm training, when I'm actually working out, don't talk to me. I'm on my own. Got my beats on and I'm all to myself. And I love it. It's my time to clock off. So if you're someone that's not comfortable as yet because your world has been so consumed with everybody else and having so many people in it, then maybe you're not ready to take that step and get out and do things on your own just yet. So start gradually, start slowly, start doing little things with the kids that can get you out of your comfort zone. And that's where it all starts. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your whole daily household routine and mix it up. Bring some happiness to your life and just bring a little spark of difference. And it doesn't have to be money related. I understand that not everyone has got money to float around and say, okay, I'm just going to go out to dinner tonight or we're just going to go do a movie. 
not everyone is in a situation where they can do that. And I understand, especially as a single parent. But there are other things you can do without having to splurge as much money. But keep in mind, there are nights that they do have free kids meals. A lot of places these days during the week and local places do offer free kids meals when you buy one main meal. Take up those offers. Movie nights at a half price on Tuesday. Just buy a 30 cent, I don't know, are they even 30 cents anymore? The ice creams at McDonald's, I was about to say 30 cent ice cream, but I don't think they even are 30 cents anymore. I don't even buy those. But even just something like that, a $1 Slopey from 7-Eleven, stop and get something like that. Just go out of your way and do something a little bit different. Break up the routine. It's nice. It's fun. And even though it might not be something necessarily for you, you're doing something with the kids and hopefully seeing the kids happy makes you happy. And then once you're comfortable doing this and you're comfortable breaking up your routine a little bit, then maybe start focusing on just you. Start doing things for you because that's what this episode is about. Finding you again. Finding you. What brings you happiness? Now, I've just spoken about bringing happiness with the kids and getting out of your comfort zone with them. Now, you need to get out of your comfort zone with you and take it slowly. Like I said before, if you're not used to doing things on your own, you're used to doing everything with your ex-partner or your kids and you've never really had to get out there on your own. You've always had someone there with you. It's like, well, fuck, where do I start? What do I do? Take it slowly. You don't have to just jump in there full speed ahead and just jump into all these crazy plans and go, oh shit, I don't know what I've just done. Take it slowly. Find something that lights you up. It could even be making an effort to be more present in your friends' lives. Give them a call. Give them a FaceTime chat. Say, hey, we haven't caught up in a while. I haven't spoken to you in a while. I just want to check in on you. See, see how you're going. That's maybe a first step. Get your friendships back on track. Get in contact with your friends, check in on them, see how they're going and then organise to catch up. Let's grab a coffee sometime, let's grab dinner, breakfast, whatever, who knows, grab what you want to grab. But just check in on your friends and have a nice chit chat and hopefully when you get off that conversation, you feel good. And as I said in my last episode, you want friends around you that do make you feel good. So hopefully that's what your friends are doing to you, they are making you feel good. So that is one step to take, check in on your friends And then initiate a catch-up. Let's grab coffee. Let's grab dinner. Let's grab a drink. Whatever. Initiate something where you can do something with them and get out of the house. Now, you might be saying, well, fuck, I don't have time to do that. I work full-time. I've got two jobs. I study. I've got the kids full-time. When the hell am I going to organize time to catch up with my friends? I just don't have time. Well, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. Find time find time. And even if you don't have time to catch up, maybe just start with a FaceTime chat. Take it slowly. Have a FaceTime chat or a call or whatever it is that can help you chat to someone that's going to make you feel a little bit good. Because when you get stuck in your own bubble and you're not associating with other people, it's very easy to get drawn in or dragged down into the negative bubble. It's very easy to get into that negative mind frame when you're not really associating with anyone else. You're stuck in your own little world thinking, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. You need to associate and socialize with other people, especially when you're a single parent and especially when you're on your own and you don't have many people around you. And honestly, yeah, like I just said, you've got to try and find time. And depending on how old your kids are, they might be old enough to stay home on their own. They may be old enough where you can just drop them at a friend's house. Make use of your friends or their friends. Ask, hey, can Tom come over your house and say, hey, I've just, I've got something gone. Would you be able to watch him for a few hours? 
make use of those people in your life. If you've got parents near you, if you've got family near you, and you don't have the opportunity or you do have your kids 100% of the time, make use of those connections and just say, hey, are you able to watch Tom for a few hours? I've just, I do, I really need to get out of the house. I just need to get catch up with friends. I just haven't had time to myself in so long. Find a gym that's got a crèche where you can put your kids in the crèche and you can just go and have some free time to yourself. Do you know what? One of my biggest weaknesses was I've had a gym membership for so long, but I've always found when it comes to school holidays, I've never used my gym membership. Do you know why? Because I've prioritized my daughter. It comes school holiday time and I think, okay, well, school holidays, it's got to be about my daughter, so I shouldn't be going to the gym. And I'm made to feel guilty for wanting to go to the gym and for wanting to have me time. And it wasn't up until probably the last holidays or maybe the ones before that I thought, hold on, that doesn't make sense. I'm prioritizing the whole of school holidays around my daughter just because she's not at school and neglecting all of my needs. So the only time I'm being healthy-ish is during the school term, which is really when you work it out, probably only half the year or so. I don't know. I don't know how long we're on holidays. Maybe it's a bit more than that. But still, so every time I come to school holidays, I think, oh, well, screw it. I'm not going to the gym. I may as well just eat what I want. I may as well just drink what I want because I'm not putting my, my own needs first. And come to school holidays, I think, well, I can't catch up with my friends. I can't go to the gym. I can't do this. Why can't I? Yes, I can. And I've actually made a point of it to mention to my daughter this, these holidays that I'm still continuing my gym routine or my beach walks or whatever it is to make me feel good during the school holidays. I'm not stopping that. And she knows that I normally have. And I've told her, you're more than welcome to come to the gym with me. They don't have a crèche at my gym anymore, but there is a little lounge area. So she can bring her iPad, she can sit there, she can play on it, and she can wait for me for an hour or so. And I've said, that's your options, or, you, or I can go when you're at your dad's house. But I am not neglecting my gym routine just because you're on holidays. And that's such a vicious cycle. It's a bad pattern to get in. We just put our needs on the back burner for our kids because our kids are on holidays. Oh, we can't do that because they're on holidays. Oh, we can't see our friends because the kids are on holidays. Well, why can't we? Nearly every day my daughter is asking to see her friends and most of the time she is. So why am I not able to see mine just because it's school holidays? It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm not trying to be selfish and go, well, she gets it, so do I. It's not what it's about. It's about compromising. You can see your friends, but I'm also able and allowed to see my friends. It's got to work both ways. I'm more than happy for you to see your friends as much as you want during the day. But if I want to catch up for a coffee or do something, then you need to respect that that's what I want to do. Mind you, when I do organize that, I do plan it when the, on days that she's at her dad's house. But her days are minimal compared to the days that I have her. So it's very hard for me to work that out. So that's my point of very easily putting our needs as last priority and forgetting to put us first. And that's what we need to stop doing. We need to stop neglecting our needs and learn to focus on what we want to do. Focus on what makes us happy. Because like I've said this time and time again, when we're happy and when we're in a good headspace, I guarantee it reflects on the kids and reflects on our parenting style. Because if we're shitty and moody and had a crap day, it's going to come out on the way we parent we're going to be snappy we're going to be short we're going to be angry no you're not seeing so and so today nope not having it not interested 
It's very easy to respond like that when we're not happy. But when we are looking after ourselves and we do go to the gym, we usually do feel better. We usually, we are more inclined to be a more happier parent. So it, it goes both ways. So that was me falling into the trap of not putting my needs first. And I've done that. I've been in relationships where I've put my needs as non-existent really. I was going to say back on last priority, but they weren't even on a priority list at all. They were just non-existent. And it wasn't until I became a single parent that I'm like, wow, okay, I, I need to start looking after me again. I need to start doing what I wanted to do. All these things that I've just put off for years and years and years, I need to start thinking about these again. And that's what we've got to do as single parents. We can't just forget everything that we want to do because we've been so caught up in our family life, in our home life and our work life. We need to start finding things that make us feel good in ourselves. And I guarantee when we feel good and we are in a better headspace, when we do eventually find a partner, we will be a better person for it. We will be. So going back to the topic of the episode, how do we find ourselves again? How do we live our life again when we've been so stuck in a family bubble? Start looking after you. Start finding time to do things for you. Call your friends, like I said earlier, and initiate contact with them. And even if you don't have time to organize to go out for a lunch or go out for a coffee, invite them to your house. Say, hey, come over for a drink on the weekend. We'll grab a pizza. And even if you do have your kids at home, you can still have a glass of wine or two when the kids are home and have a pizza. That's okay. Maybe suggest going for a walk one day and then you'll your kid can come. If you've got your kids 100% of the time, they can come for a scooter ride. They can bring their bike or something along, or roller skates or whatever it is that they like doing. Go for a walk with your friend and your kid can tag along on their bikes. There's no excuse. There's always something, but you've just got to find a way to do it. Find a way to make yourself feel good. And not only will you be exercising, which makes you feel good, you're getting that social interaction. And social, being social, just it does. It makes you feel good, well, especially when it's with the right people. You do socialize with certain people when you get home. It's like, oh, fuck. I wish I didn't do that. But most of the time, if you're with the right people, you do feel good. And that's what it's about. That's what it's finding you is about. And when you're with the right people, they will bring out the good in you. And that's what you want. Because like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I've been wanting to do. That's what I've been thinking about. And I just keep putting it off and putting it off. You're right. I should do that. And having the right people around you can help you see that other side of things or see a different perspective of your situation that you may not be seeing. And that's why it's good to talk to other people because it's we get caught up and it's with anything in life. Like even the best people and like the, the best athletes and the best business people, they've all got coaches. Business people have business coaches and, you know, sports athletes, they've got coaches. Everyone, or a mentor or someone, everyone has someone who offers advice no matter wh- how, what level of their game they're at. You know, the top of the game people will still have some sort of mentor or coach. So why, if we're not top of the game, do we think we don't need one when the best of the best are getting one? Because you don't, in your own situation, you don't always see it. You're stuck in your own little world. You don't necessarily see it from the outside point of view until a friend might come in and go, oh, well, why don't you do this? It's like, oh, that, that's like, common sense but why didn't I think of that and I've had that so many times people have suggested things to me but because I'm on my own and I don't have anyone to come home and talk to or bounce ideas off 
I just half the time I don't even think about it. And someone will suggest something. It's like, holy shit, that's such a common sense idea. But I literally never thought of it because I've just never had anyone to bounce that idea off. So that's the that's the great thing about having friends around who you can socialize with and they can help you with ideas and help you see your life from a different situation. And by saying that, I mean, they can help you look at ways to improve your situation, look at ways that you can start doing things for you. They might even suggest, hey, let's go away for a weekend. That's what you need when you're trying to find you. Things like that. Do things that parents do, that adults do. Do things that you should be doing. Do things that you've wanted to do that you haven't been doing. If you don't know what that is, start exploring some ideas. Start exploring some ideas. Are you interested in some sort of art or something, something creative? There's workshops all the time going on. Most local areas do them. They have a workshop for everything, whether it's painting, whether it's cocktail making classes, whether it's, oh my gosh, I can't even think, golf lessons. I don't know. Tennis lessons. I'm just trying to think of anything. But there's workshops and group lessons and classes and social activities for pretty much any kind of sport or activity or anything. Find something. Go out there and test a few out and find out something that you like or something that you're good at. That's how you find you. Find your passion. Find what it is that lights you up. And the biggest advice I can give here. Don't rely on another person. Some people, a lot of people have the mentality to think, oh, when I get a partner, I'll be happy again. No, you don't want a partner to make you happy. Because what happens when that relationship ends? You're going to be miserable? You're going to be down in the dumps? Because you're relying on that person to make you happy. The only person that's going to make you happy is you. You need to find a way to make you happy. Don't sit around and wait for this new partner to come to your life and wait for them to make you happy. You want to be happy before they come to you. And then when they meet you, you'll be the best version of yourself. That's what you want. Start taking care of you. Start finding things that make you happy, that light you up, that bring you joy. And then when you meet someone new, they'll be like, oh, wow, look at this person. Look at all their hobbies. Look what they do. Because I can guarantee you now... When you meet someone that's got other interests in their life in their life, or other hobbies and things that they do that's not just work, it's attractive. It's a turn on. You don't want someone that's just work home, work home, work home. And then they meet you and then their life is going to be consumed with you or vice versa because they've got nothing else. They're going to be so dependent on you in their free time Because they've got no other hobbies or no other interests or no other friends that they're relying on. You need to have something for you. And so when you do meet someone, you don't just drop those hobbies to the side. You always need something to yourself. It's nice to do things with your new partner when you do meet them. But you still always need to have something for yourself that you like doing. Something for you. Finding you is about getting out of your comfort zone and finding things that light you up. And like I just said, remember, finding things that make you happy is not about waiting for someone to come to your life that's going to do it for you. You need to do it yourself. It's up to you to make you happy because what's going to happen when that relationship goes to the shit? Your happiness is all of a sudden gone to the shit because you were relying on that person to bring it for you. You've got to create your own happiness. Find things that make you happy, find an activity, find a sport, 
even if it's just sitting down in your lounge room for 10-15 minutes every morning and doing a little meditation or doing some journaling or doing anything where you can just clock off and just think about you and what you want. Now, I quite often do that. I think of if you follow me on Instagram, you see I quite often write my little goals lists and what I want to achieve. But I also write to-do lists. I write little things of what I need to get done, just your basics, even if it's paying bills. Or, you know, I write those on a list. But then it's other stuff as well that I want to do, things that I've, little mini goals. So I have my to-do list plus my little mini goals of things that I want to achieve and things that I want to get done. And it's nice to know that you can just cross those things off and it does feel good. It does feel rewarding. So use that time. Use your time in the morning before the kids are up or when the kids are gone to sleep to sit down and think about things that make you happy. Don't make your life just about work and home and kids. I mean, your kids are always going to be your number one priority and I'm not denying that because I I guarantee you now, my daughter is my everything. She is always my number one priority. But we've also got to have our own priorities and our own goals. We can't be one of our, one of those mums where our life is just 100% consumed by our kids. See it a lot. You see certain parents that do certain things with their kids and they push it on them and you can kind of tell in a way it's they're pushing it on their kid because they never had that themselves or they don't have anything for themselves and they wish they had something. So they're making they're, they're living their life through their kids in a way. The things that they wanted to do and the things that they wish they could have done, they they weren't able to do, so they're forcing it on their kids. And it's nice for the kids to do it if that's something they want to do, but you don't want to live your life through your kids. If it's something you want to do, then don't force it on them. Get out and do it yourself. Go and do it. Go and do those dreams. Go and find something that it is that you wanted to do. If you've always wanted to do singing, but you've never been confident but all of a sudden your, your kid's doing singing lessons and they're not enjoying it well why why force it on them go out and do those singing lessons yourself go it doesn't matter how old you are who cares if you're 50 or 60 and here's a little bit of motivation for you did you know that colonel sanders was 62 when he first franchised out kentucky fried chicken now known as kfc Chris Jenner, from the family that we all love to hate, she was 52 when she first pitched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now look who she is. She's probably one of the richest people around. So don't let your age hold you back. Don't let your relationship status hold you back. And there's many other success stories like this from people that have succeeded in an older age in life that come from a less privileged background. People like Oprah Winfrey and there's so many others that weren't fortunate in their childhood. They, they weren't given a silver spoon in their childhood. They made it work. And that's what this is all about in finding you again, finding ways. And I'm not telling you to go out and be an entrepreneur and do something amazing. When, fuck, if you want to, go do it. Hell yeah, go do it. Make sure you tag me. <laughs> no, but I'm all for that. I love that. I love hearing stories about that. But what I'm trying to get at is finding you again is I don't want you to be put off because you're a certain age or because you're a single parent. Don't just think, oh, well, I'm in my 40s now. Well, there's no point me joining that gym. There's no point me starting that course. There's no point me now changing that job. I may as well just stick with it. Don't like it. Pays the bills. May as well just keep going. I've got plenty of annual leave. Is that what you want? Do you want to live a mediocre life or do you want to live a wow life where your kids look at you and go, fuck, that's awesome. Good on you. 
Good on you. Now, I'm not some amazing entrepreneur with millions and millions in my bank account, but I can tell you I've done some amazing shit when my daughter looks at me and she's like, wow, mum. I remember the day when this podcast, this exact podcast when it went live and I played the first episode to my daughter, the smile on her face, that was enough for me to look at her and go, yep, I'm happy. I've done something right here. And I thought, you know what? Even if this podcast does not go well, look at my daughter. Look how proud she is. And I've had a business prior where I won some awards and she was just like, yeah, look at you. And that's what it's about. And that's because I've always followed my goals. Well, actually, no, I lie. I haven't always followed my goals. It hasn't been until I've been a single parent that I've always followed my goals. Because when I've been in a relationship, my needs were just non-existent. But I can guarantee you that the next relationship I go in, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. When I meet someone, they're going to be on my wavelength. They're going to be okay with me having dreams and goals and dreaming big because that's what I do. I dream big. Episode's not about dreaming big and it's not about goals. It's about finding you. And that's some of the things that you can do to start finding you again when you're lost and you don't know what to do because your world's been consumed by so many other people. Find things that make you happy. Find things that you wanted to do that you haven't done. What do you enjoy? And if you don't know where to start, start by hanging around your friends or group of people that make you feel good. And conversations with them will start to trigger stuff. You start to get these little pings and go, oh yeah, that's right. That's a great idea. Start by that. Take it slowly. Start by associating with those people that will start to trigger positive ideas to you or they might even say hey let's join the gym together hey let's start going for a walk after work together just little things like that hey maybe when the kids have got swimming lessons we should go for a walk make the most of the time when the kids have activities instead of just sitting on the sideline or sitting by the side or in your car who knows because in winter time you probably do that when it's winter sports you sit in the car and just sit on scrolling on your phone i've done that instead of sitting there doing that maybe go to the gym Go, for a, go find a friend that you can go for a walk with at the same time instead of just sitting in the car. Mind you, it's cold. But once you start walking or going for a run, you'll warm up pretty quickly. It also goes back to my point. If you've got your kids 100% of the time, find ways to use that time when they've got things on. Find ways to, when they've got activities, make the most of that time. If you've got family and friends around that can help out, make the most of them. If you've got a school that offers before and after school care, use that. There's a crèche around. You've got a gym with a crèche or there's activities. Use that. There's no excuse not to be able to put your needs first. And again, like I also mentioned in last week's goal setting episode, there's so many things that we can do at home. You can do a course at home. You can study online. You can do things from your own lounge room before the kids even wake up or when they go to bed. So if there is something else you want to do with your life and you want to start finding you again, start by following things that you wanted to do. If you've wanted to have a job that you've just never done because it's never fit in with your family routine or your family schedule, maybe start looking at ways that you can make that work. Or if you find that you're working so much and you're not home for the kids like you want to be and they're constantly in before and after school care and you're not with them like you want to be, you want to be more present in their life, 
Then maybe look at starting something different. Start a business from home. Start it on the side as whilst you're working your current job. And it will be hard. We've all done it. Well, I've done it. I know a lot of people have done it, had a full-time job and then started a business on the side because you don't just start a business without another secure income coming in. Start it slowly. And then when it starts to pick up, you can gradually step back from your other job. And then that gives you more time to be at home with the kids. And then if you're working from home, you've got your own schedule. You can pick and choose your days. You can pick and choose your hours. And you can pick and choose what you do with your time during the day. You've got that time to go to the gym. You've got that time to go for a walk. You've got that time to do your Pilates or your boxing or whatever else. You may even have time to catch up with your friends during the day for lunch. Because I know I got to do that when I had my own business. And it's great. You choose your schedule. Now, I'm not telling everyone to go out and run your own business. I'm telling you to find you. And if that's something that it's what it takes to find you, you, you've always wanted to run your own business, then do it. Create your own schedule, but just do it smart way. And like I've said in other episodes, I am going to do a podcast on starting a business as a single parent because I have got plenty of experience with doing that. So that will be one coming up soon. But don't put your needs on the back burner. You are a priority. You are a priority to you and you are a priority to your kids. You may not see your value or your worth at the moment because you may be feeling down in the dumps and you may not be feeling not good enough after your relationship breakup, but you are. You've got to start finding your value again. Start looking at your worth and start looking at what's good in you and then start finding those things that make you happy. Go back and listen to last week's episode about finding the good in the situation because that's exactly what you need here when you're trying to prioritize you. You need to find how to find the good in the situation, how to look for the positive, how to appreciate what you have and how to find the good in you because it is there. You, there is good in you and there is good in your situation. And your situation is not broken, it's not ruined, it's not lost, it's not completely fucked up or destroyed for the rest of time. You're just in a situation that you feel like you've lost control of and you don't know which way to go, which is normal. It is quite confusing. Where do you go? What do you do? But the first step is to get your mindset in the right place. Stop dwelling on the past and start focusing on the future. What do you want to do? Start focusing on the things that make you happy. Even if it's something that distracts you from thinking about negative things from the past, then hey, if if it's stopping you from thinking about that, then go and do it. Go and distract yourself. But don't do it purely for that reason. Do it for the reason that it does make you feel good. So to find you, we need to find ways to make you happy. We need to find ways to prioritize time for you. And there are ways, even if you do have 100% care of your kids, there are ways. Invite your friends over to your house, invite your friends out for a walk together and bring your kids along and they can tag along on their bike. Use the time when they have sports and go for a walk, go for a jog, go for a coffee even. You don't have to be active. Go out and grab a coffee when they've got their sports on. Have a little chit-chat session. There are ways to socialize. There are ways to do things that make you feel good. And a lot of the times you are doing stuff, but you may not realize it. But then you also could be caught in that bubble where it's just work straight home, work straight home, work straight home. And you don't have any social interaction. So get that back going again. Get that back up. Get in contact with your friends. If you've lost that because you've been so caught up in your busy routine of life, which is quite normal, try and get that going again. But don't force it. Don't force friendships. Be genuine. You know, I do know people that will force things. They want to be friends with everyone. 
They want to be seen as the good person to everyone, which is fine. It's nice if that's what you want. But I don't find that as being genuine. I'm personally, I'm a big believer in I would much rather have a small group of friends than a large group of friends who aren't there for me. I'm all about quality over quantity. I'm wanting small friendship groups that I know are going to be there for me when I need them, as opposed to having a lot of friends who, when the shit hits the fan, you're not going to see them. So put the time and effort into those friendships that you know are quality, not just over quantity. So prioritize you. Prioritize you, get your friendships up, do what makes you happy. And like I said at the beginning, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone with your kids to start with. If you're scared to do it on your own, well, you're not scared. Well, actually, some people are scared. They're not comfortable to get out on their own and do things. And that's not a bad thing. They've just been so caught up in that world of doing stuff with other people that when it comes to doing something on their own, it's overwhelming. And that's normal. So start by taking little gradual steps with your kids. Maybe go out for a little afternoon at the beach. Go for an afternoon at the park. Go for a movie. Take them out for a little slopey. And then mix up your routine. Instead of doing the household cleaning on Sunday, take them out for the day. Go for a drive somewhere. Go for a weekend outing. Take them for a little camping trip. Get out of your comfort zone. And then once you feel comfortable doing it with your kids, start doing little things with you. Go out for a coffee on your own. And that's having time to yourself. That's doing something for you. You're not worrying about anyone else's needs. You're not worrying about what you've got to cook for dinner. You're not worried about what the house looks like. Just go out somewhere Sit down and have a coffee, just you, without worrying about anyone else's needs, because that's what we want you to get to do. It's okay to sometimes be selfish. Now, when I say that, I don't mean go out and be nasty and go, nope, fuck you, I'm not doing that. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying when I say it's okay to be selfish, it's okay to put your needs first. You don't have to keep saying yes to people when you don't want to do something, you don't have to feel like you're being forced to something when deep down thinking, fuck, no, I don't want to do that. But I just said yes, because I didn't know how to say no. The biggest tip I can give when you're in a situation that you don't know what to do or you don't know how to respond, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. That's what you say. Someone invites you somewhere and you really don't want to go, but you don't know how to say it. You don't know what to do. Let me think about that. Let me think. Let me, or let me just see what I've got on and I'll get back to you. And then think about how you can say it. Think about what to say. Because deep down, you don't want to go. So don't put yourself in a situation that you're not wanting to do just to make someone else happy. That's, again, putting your needs on the back burner. We're about focusing on your needs, putting your needs first. So think about what you can say. I'd really love to go, but unfortunately, I'm not able to make it on this time. Thanks for the offer. We'll catch up again soon. Yeah, simple, simple. Don't put yourself in a position that you're going to be uncomfortable in or you're really not going to want to be there just to make someone else happy. You can be nice and you can be kind and you can also look after yourself. You can put your needs first and still be kind and nice to others. And I think a lot of people forget that. I think a lot of people think that for you to be nice and kind to others, you've got to put your needs last. But you don't. And some people don't like that. Some people are intimidated by people that do put their needs first. And the reason why they are intimidated by that is because... Deep down, that's what they want to do, but they don't know how to. They want to be like that person. They want to be someone that can just get up and take a random holiday. They want to be that person that can say, no, I don't want to go, but they're too scared to. They don't know how to. And it 
is intimidating for them to be around people that are able to do that. But there's nothing wrong with it. Because at the end of the day, are those people paying your bills? Are those people there for you when you really need it? No, probably not. You've got to put you first. Your priorities come first. And that's what we're talking about today. Learning to look after you. And I want to know that that's what you guys are doing. So you know what, guys? I want you to DM me with a time or something that's happened recently in your life where you've put yourself first. Whether it's if you've declined an event that someone invited you to and you normally would have said yes, but on this occasion you said, thank you for the offer, but no, I'm going to have to pass. Or if your kids wanted something and you said, no, actually, mummy's going to go for a walk. You put your needs first. Anything. Or your kids said to you, hey, mum, hey, dad, can you come kick a ball with me out the back? And you said, actually, I'd love to, but at the moment, I'm just going to sit down and chill for a minute. I'm going to have my cup of coffee and then I might come out. But at the moment, I just want to chill. Put your needs first. And I want you to DM me on Instagram and tell me of a time that's happened to you recently where you've put your needs first because that's what I want you to do. I want you to start looking after you. And it's not hard. It's not tricky. But you're not going to change it. You're not going to be in that situation straight away. But it's, it's not about being a bad person. That's what I think a lot of people need to remember. Looking after your needs is not about being a bad person. It's about knowing your worth, knowing your value. You're here on this planet to look after you. You're here on this planet to create a fun life for you, not to live by someone else's needs, not to live to make someone else happy or to make someone else's life easier. I mean, it's, it's great to make someone else's life easier and it's great to be there for our friends when they need them, 100%. But we've also got to put our needs up there as well. We can't just do something for someone else and then get home and go, fuck, I really wish I didn't do that. I had so much on today. I've got work to do. I've got things I need to get done. I've got an assignment due. I'm going away next week. I haven't started packing. I haven't started doing things. But Sarah messaged me and wanted to catch up and I didn't know how to say no. So I've gone and done it. Now I've wasted all this money that I didn't want to spend and I've wasted a whole day. And fuck, I just wish I didn't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So many people get in that mind frame. They feel like they've got to do it. They feel like they've got to do it to keep somebody else happy. But then they end up coming home being miserable. It defeats the whole purpose, doesn't it? So you're doing something to make someone happy, but you end up the one being unhappy. How is that right? It doesn't make sense. So guys, today, you need to start looking after you. Your single parent needs come first. Your kids come first. Yes, 100%. But your needs are also up there too. Don't forget to prioritize you. Don't make your life all about work, home, kids, work, home, kids. Make it work, home, kids, holidays, fun, you time, self-care. Put those things in there too, okay? That's my little pep talk for today. I hope you got something out of this, guys. And like I said, please, I want you to DM me with something that you've done for you, where you've prioritized you. Send me a DM on Instagram because I want to hear it and I love it. I love hearing these stories. I'm like, yes, you go. You go. Start putting you first. Love it. Thank you, everyone. And if you are loving it, please share it with your friends. Share it with your single friends. Share it with anyone you know. You see someone that's got an issue that we've discussed on the podcast. Tag the podcast. Let them know. Send them this way. Love getting new listeners and I want the word to get out there. Let's spread the word of life after plus one. And if you are loving it, 
button, a review on iTunes because that will help me so much and I love getting the word out there. So putting a little review down there will help get the podcast into more ears as well. So thank you everyone. Thank you for being on board. And if you do want to chat more, if you do like some little one-on-one work, then jump onto my website. I do have some sessions there available if you are interested in doing some work together. Always happy to work and chat together. Thank you everyone. And until next week, I'll be in your ears then. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus, don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing, and keep exploring your amazing Life After Plus One.